0: Wyoming Public Media, this is Human Nature, real stories where humans and our habitat meet. I'm Erin Jones. When I was 13 years old, I got this amazing, lucky, lucky opportunity to go to New Zealand with some other students from Georgia, where I lived. There were so many amazing sights that we got to see. We got to go to some volcanoes, we got to eat so much mutton. I had never had mutton before. I got to have mutton for the first time. I got to see, just see one of the most beautiful countries in the world. But there was one thing that really, really stood out to me on that trip. And it was this cave One day, it was a bright blue day, and, you know, a bunch of 12, 13-year-olds on the bus. We were all rambunctious. We were all full of energy. And the activity for that day was to visit the Waitomo Cave. We descended into this other world. There was a subterranean river and a dock, and there were little boats waiting at the dock. We climbed in, and then the boats took us down the subterranean river deeper into the cave. Then the cave started to change. Something supernatural was happening. Because overhead, the ceiling of the cave was made of thousands of dangling blue-green stars. And they were just everywhere. The whole cave was lit up with this eerie, beautiful light. And all of us Thirteen-year-olds were just dumbfounded. We were silent. Something spiritual, I think, was happening, certainly for me and probably for all of us. The stars weren't stars. They were actually glowworms they were little bioluminescent creatures. And lately I can't get the image of these glowworms in that cave out of my head for probably obvious reasons. You know, there's so much darkness going on right now. We're in a pandemic. We're really separate from each other. And yet there we go, making light. We go on making, we go on being, and we can't always see each other making and being because we're not running into each other out on the sidewalk. We're all kind of separate. And I don't know, I think we're all kind of like glowworms right now, just making light in the darkness. So this episode is a little bit different, and I'd love to hear how you feel about it, what you think about it, if you hate it, if you want more of it. But we wanted to check in with the human nature community and hear about your light. And this time, the question was, how has your relationship with nature changed during this pandemic?
1: Hi, good morning. My name is Megan Goodner. I'm a teacher here in Laramie. And when the pandemic happened, school shut down. And for those of us that really thrive on structure and schedule and regularity, that kind of turned my world upside down. So when we went to online school, I started hiking, like pretty much obsessively. And for the last 300 days or so since this pandemic has been happening. Um, I've hiked about fifteen hundred miles. Most of them within Laramie and the Laramie trail system and park system. Um yeah, I'm hiking about an average of five miles a day, sometimes much more. Um so this story really excites me because for the first time in my life, um I really got to spend almost endless amounts of time in nature and it has changed my mental health, uh, my philosophy about life, my overall wellness,
0: and yeah, this story really excites me. Thanks, Megan. Thanks. That is so impressive that you have committed to your hiking practice in this way. What a beautiful thing to hear about. Hi, human nature
2: team. Uh, my name is Aubrey Bertram. I use she, her pronouns. I live in Billings, Montana. Love love the podcast. And anyway, so how is my relationship with nature been affected by the pandemic it's it's gone through you know a couple different phases like any good relationship I would say but when the pandemic first hit in you know March April and the early part of of May I was afraid of of traveling to public lands Um, I was afraid of like getting my car and driving an hour or two to a national forest or BLM land um, because of the, oh, God, the risk of, like, getting in a car accident and needing to go to a hospital and, you know, exposing myself and others um, through those sorts of interactions. But that being said, I really, really loved getting to watch spring unfold in my more urban setting in a way that I haven't been able to appreciate before. Um, because there wasn't as much traffic, it was really quiet. And I would, I would spend hours outside um, just listening to all the different bird calls that I could hear from my front yard.
0: Oh my gosh, Aubrey, same. I set up this bird feeder right outside my window that's right next to my desk where I work from home. And I have never been a bird watcher, but there is something subtle and beautiful about just having birds keep you company all day long. I love it.
3: Hi there. I'm Hunter Bell. I'm an artist and uh, how the pandemic really affected me, I ended up getting stuck in Ecuador, in the jungle of Ecuador during the pandemic. I went for just a really short trip to meet a buddy and he lived uh, lived up there as a researcher. So I really got just into the thick of it and it totally changed my art. Uh, I really adopted the, the snake as a central piece and... And uh, my conceptual art, so it, yeah, I could say it really basically changed my life.
0: Wow, what a wholly unexpected turn!
4: Hi, I was just calling to talk about maybe a different perspective where people living in ski towns or near or mountain towns near national parks have experienced a kind of a stressful reaction because everyone is in coming to this area and so the places where we normally like to recharge and um, have spiritual connection with nature are overrun and so for example this summer all the trails and places even secret places I like to go had tons of people and and now um, it's actually created an interesting response for people living in these towns and feeling like we're needing to protect it from destruction of the wildlife getting harassed or hit by cars, and the trails being trampled and or causing erosion. Um, so anyway, it's kind of a different experience, and it's created quite a bit of stress this year for a lot of people living in these towns.
0: Thanks, Kim. I have noticed something similar happening here in Laramie especially during the summer, every place I would go that was usually just my alone spot where I would go hiking or something, the trailhead was always just overflowing with cars and RVs, all of the all of which had out-of-state licenses. And I feel so complicated about it because on the one hand, I felt really cranky that, you know, I didn't have this place that I was used to having to myself to myself. But on the other hand... I think about all these people who don't live near public lands and maybe this has increased accessibility. Maybe this has increased people who have now some memories and some direct connection to the outdoors that they maybe didn't have before. And maybe that helps with conservation, preservation, and access. I don't think that public lands necessarily have to only belong to the people who are privileged enough to be able to live near them. Thank you so much for for that voicemail. I've been thinking about that issue too.
3: Hi, human nature. It's Alec here. Um, I'm in Laramie, Wyoming. And for me, I don't quite know how my personal relationship with um, nature has changed as a result of the pandemic. But when everything first started. I remember just having a lot more time to go out. And uh, I was kind of annoyed by seeing all these other people out. But um, at the same time, I I was happy to. I was a little bothered that these places where I, I don't know, I I got something from and I enjoyed the solitude and I enjoyed being out in nature and alone um, seemed crowded. But at the same time, I... um, i'm really happy to actually see people out there enjoying it and getting in theory the same thing that i got out of it um i'm not (laughs) excited that it took a global pandemic to get people outside but um i am glad that i've seen more people out enjoying these same places that i've always enjoyed um so yeah that's to really say about that
0: seems to be a common issue on people's minds today that last voicemail was from alec schaefer he is one of our producers and it was his idea to do this call out to you our human nature community and ask you what's going on with your relationship to nature right now during the pandemic So let us know what you thought. Do you want more things like this where we reach out to you and hear from you? Or do you want less? Just tell us what you think on social media. We're at Human Nature Pod. Next time, we're going to have a more usual Human Nature episode. And it's a really great story about a man who grew up in a small town in Alaska and had some pretty extraordinary basketball dreams. I'm Erin Jones. Thank you for all of your voicemails and for just being a great community. We really appreciate it. This episode was produced by me with help from Alec Schaefer. Anna Rader is our digital producer. Micah Schweitzer is our executive producer. Our theme song is by Caught a Ghost. Human Nature is a production of Wyoming Public Media. It's you.